Social conscience is an election issue now, just one day after Aaron O'Toole tried to differentiate himself from his predecessor, who was dogged by questions about abortion during the last federal election. The conservative leader has kind of found himself in a similar spot already because O'Toole was under pressure both Thursday and again this morning to clarify a platform promise to protect health professionals' conscience rights. Now, that's a measure championed by social conservatives who maintain that doctors and nurses with moral or religious objections should not have to refer patients for medical services like an abortion, assistance in dying, or procedures for transgender people. Asked about it a number of times this morning, Mr. O'Toole would just simply say again and again, I am pro-choice. The reaction from the liberals has been, this is Justin Trudeau, quote, pro-choice doesn't mean the freedom to, of doctors to choose, it means the freedom of women to choose. In Ontario, doctors and physicians, quote, have the right to limit health services they provide for reasons of conscience or religion. To talk further about it, I'm very pleased to welcome back to the program Helen Long, who's the CEO of Dying with Dignity. Welcome, Helen. Hi, Alan. Thanks for having me. Give me a sense of how much play do you think conscience rights is going to have in this election? You know, I think what's important for us is what we're hearing from Canadians and what's important to Canadians right now when it comes to medical assistance in dying is getting back to the review of the legislation, including advanced requests specifically, uh, as soon as Parliament resumes. We were a bit surprised to see conscience rights uh, come up at a national level because, you know, quite honestly, the, the, the discussion's really been settled in Parliament, in the courts and in public opinion. And it seems like, and help me understand what the liberal position and how it is different than what the conservatives are saying. Well, currently what's in the law and particularly in Ontario is an effective referral. And that just requires a clinician uh, to provide a timely referral to a clinician, another clinician or health professional or a health agency that will provide that service. Um, the right to refuse to provide a service because of conscience rights is protected under both the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms and under the existing medical assistance in dying legislation. So then it all becomes, this issue is all about referrals, not about actually performing a procedure that a physician would find um, not in line with their beliefs. That's correct. And, and as I said, that right is already protected for clinicians uh, or health professionals in Canada and in Ontario specifically. Are you concerned that the, the, the doctors will then say, I'm, A, I'm not doing it, and B, I am not ref making a referral because that is the conservative position here? Well, as I said, in Ontario, this, and this has actually been settled in a court in Ontario, uh, the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Ontario, because this is uh, a regulatory body issue, sure. so it's managed provincially, um, there is a requirement for an effective referral. So, no, we believe that this balance, uh, where clinicians may refuse to provide services, but have to refer patients, it makes sure that both patients and health professionals are protected. Um, you know, people who are seeking MAID are suffering intolerably, they may be vulnerable, they need compassion, they need support. Um, it's important that clinicians are providing those referrals in line with what the guidance from the colleges. And what about institutions? Where do we sit on that? Yeah, but we've, we've heard many anecdotal stories that if you live in a certain portion of the part of the province, pardon me, you know, you, you may, your closest uh, care may be a religious affiliated institution that then will say, well, no, I, we can refer you, you know, 
200 kilometers away. Is that an issue? Yeah, I mean, I think that's certainly a challenge. Again, we're talking about people who are in a vulnerable state sometimes. They're definitely suffering. Um, you know, their health is obviously rapidly declining. And sometimes that situation results in what we call a forced transfer, where a, a patient is taken from what may be their home, um, where they may have spent a long time, and they are put in an ambulance or somehow delivered to a facility where they don't know anyone, they're not familiar with the setting, it can be really distressing. So, you know, what Dying with Dignity Canada would like to see and what we hear from many, many of our supporters is that every health care facility should have to provide a space uh, for medical assistance in dying to be provided. Not that the healthcare professionals on site have to administer. Um, certainly there are professionals who would be happy to go into these locations and, and there are some places where this has been, um, you know, compromise has been reached, but we would like to see this uh, as an option for every facility across the country. Helen, great to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming on and giving your perspective today. Thanks, Alan. Great to be here. That is Helen Long, CEO with Dying of Dying with Dignity.